Next, we have Brittany Shank, who has the coolest last name ever, might we add. <laughs> that was honestly the first thought I had when um, I had first met Brittany. I don't know why, but for some reason I love funny things like that. I'm like, that's amazing. So, you know, instantly we had met actually once and, and didn't necessarily um, see each other because we worked in two different locations. But after some time, we really got to know each other and were able to build a wonderful friendship. And you actually went to Rise with me, which was a remarkable experience, especially to be able to share that with your friend, uh, to be in a room full of women who essentially are just like this, wanting to support each other. So Brittany is um, a mental health therapist as well and has helped me and helped support me along with Emily through our private practice journey. And it has been just really wonderful to have that. And I always have to give her the shout out of she's in the military as well. So thank you for serving. So um, do you want to come on up and... So Kelly failed to tell you guys the story that we had met a bunch of times um, through video before meeting in person. And um, the first time that we really officially met in person, we were hanging out with our friend Emily, and we both parked outside Emily's house. And I got out of the car, and Kelly got out of the car, and I could see her just staring at me oddly. I was like, hey! And she comes walking over, and she goes, I just have to say, I had no idea you were so short. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> about that. Okay, I'm going to take a seat. I wrote my speech out today. The title of my speech is Beauty Marks, A, Jury of, a Journey of Encouragement and Bravery. And um, I'll just get into it. Hello, everyone. My name's Brittany. Typically, speakers are told not to read from a piece of paper, but I'm going to be, be real honest with you right now. Public speaking is my number one fear. I'm not exaggerating by a single bit. I'm so frightened of public speaking. I'm in the military, and I shouldn't be scared of it, but I am. When Kelly asked me to speak at this event, I knew there was a story I wanted to tell. I have thought of this story for many years, but I've never had the opportunity, or let's be honest, sought the opportunity to tell it based upon my fears of public speaking and judgment. So here's my chance, and perhaps my only chance, fingers crossed, for me to tell this story about encouragement and bravery. In the meantime, if I cry, pass out, or puke, leave me alone, because I will come back. I'll be okay. I am many things. There are many ways to describe me, just like there are many ways to describe each and every one of you. I'd love to jump into all the ways I want to describe myself today in front of you, but that wouldn't be honoring my whole self or the reason why I'm here today. So today I'm going to start with a side of me that I'd like to hide, the side of me that's attracted to darkness, isolation, and thrives off not being recognized. So here goes. I'm the daughter of a mother who was 18 years old during my birth and struggled significantly with her mental health throughout life. I also had a brother that was two years older than me, making my mom just a wee 16 years old when she had him and a teen mom of two children. I'm the daughter of a father who struggled with an extremely deep, dark addiction my entire life. And I'm the sister of a man who went to prison for attempted murder when I was just a senior in high school. Life was always a bit chaotic. 
Well, I use the words a bit, but let's be real. Life was extremely chaotic growing up. I didn't know the difference between the pace of my life in comparison to others' lives until I was much older. In fact, I don't know that anyone in my house growing up really recognized how chaotic it was at that time. We survived day by day, doing the best we could. Some of my earliest memories in life are beautiful. I remember attending kindergarten and my teacher's name was Mrs. Short. Ironic, because I'm five foot one. I remember each day she would pick a person to play the drum while the rest of the song, while the rest of the class sang a song called Boom Boom, and it great, great to be crazy. Ironic, since life was actually crazy back then and it felt great too, even amidst all the chaos. I also have a fond memory when my older brother and I were outside and we were playing. We grew up in what I like to call the hood of North Moorhead. If anyone here is familiar with Fargo-Moorhead, it's the trailer park behind Sunset Lanes, the bowling alley. You know, the place where you lock the doors, don't let your kids out, and roll up your windows nowadays, but back then it was home. We weren't scared at all. While playing in the hood, my brother and I loved to play outside. Bugs always bothered my brother. He hated bugs. When we were outside this day, there were a ton of bees. I too was not fond of bees, so we did what any seven and five-year-old would do, and we went inside and grabbed every single plastics, plastic cup from the cupboards, the ones the restaurants give you as a child to take home with you, and we brought them outside and placed them on every single bee we could find. We eventually ran out of cups and found the next best thing, glue. Yep, white Elmer's glue. It obviously killed any bee we put it on, and we were scared out of our gourds that the glue wouldn't hold the bees down and they would come after us. But nonetheless, we did it anyways. I will never forget the look on my mom's face when she came outside and saw the abundance of trapped and glued bees around the yard. She was pissed. <laughs> my dad laughed. Looking back at this time in life, I rem it's a reminder of how fixing problems has always been in my DNA. I'm a firm believer that we are all born with a temperament, born with tendencies, born with special characteristics that make us our unique selves. Fixing problems has been one of mine. This period of life also brings about those dark memories I was talking about. Well, the beginning of the dark memories. I remember small things happening that eventually led to bigger things. I remember being scared of my brother sometimes. It was confusing. He was my favorite play playmate, perhaps by default, but don't tell him that but he also got mad quickly. I remember being introduced to sexual talk at this age by my cousins and family members. I remember seeing truth or dares go very wrong, which at this time was super confusing. It was hard to understand how things could be so right and so wrong all at the same time. The one thing I consistently remember was always keeping my mouth shut. Fast forward another five to 10 years. I was in my teenage years, I remember my mom getting pregnant and we were all so excited. She was around 30 now, so closer to the average age of pregnancy, and the whole family knew and we were elated. I'll never forget the day they had the ultrasound and there was no heartbeat. My mom sobbed. She laid in bed for days upon days. I remember once that her goal from her therapist for the week was to take a shower. My heart broke for my mom and for that little baby too. We were never so happy to hear a couple months later that my mom was pregnant again. Everyone in the house was hoping for a boy, except me. I wanted a sister. 
Turns out, at the age of 13, I had a little brother. This is when life amped up, and not for the good. I remember my dad was on the computer a lot. My brother's anger was out of control, and my emotions were everywhere. It seemed like no one knew what to do with me. I continued to keep my mouth shut about the things I saw around the house. I got used to catering to everybody, so that even when I knew things were really bad, I said nothing. At one point, my brother asked me to make macaroni and cheese for him, and I refused. He chased me around the house with a knife and then grabbed a toy broom and busted it over my wrist. I hid the broom under my bed so he wouldn't get in trouble. I recognized every time I walked into the computer room, my dad minimized the screens. There was fighting, yelling, and chaos constantly. I felt lonely and lost, and I didn't know who I was. The days seemed to go so slow, and every day seemed so difficult. I tried so hard to be the peacekeeper. I knew if the house was clean when my mom got home from work, she would be happy. I knew if my dad had uninterrupted time on the computer, he too would be happy. And I knew if I did everything my brother asked me to, he was happy as well. But what made me happy? I had no idea. Everything was spiraling out of control. I turned to boys. I remember thinking how good it felt to feel loved, wanted, and accepted. It was around this time I was caught lying to my parents. I told them I was going to a friend's house when all actuality I was at a boy's house. I was 14. I continued to sneak out of the house to go to boys' houses and engaged in reckless behavior for years. I lost my virginity at the wee age of 14. How I didn't get pregnant is still beyond me. When I was 16, life became an erupting volcano. I found out my brother and his friends committed heinous acts around town. They lit cars and houses on fire and threw rocks through people's windows. For the first time in my life, I didn't keep my mouth shut. I told my mom, and she immediately brought my brother to the police department. It was known that I was the one who ratted and received death threats from my brother's older friends because they were in it too. I'll never forget hearing the cops that they would be surveilling our house. I was so scared those nights. I remember thinking to myself frequently, Brittany, this is why you keep your mouth shut. It was two years after that my older brother beat a man in his sleep with a bat and was convicted of attempted murder. This was the day I felt like life came crashing down. I was still in high school, and it was all over the news. Unbeknownst to me, though, this was actually the day I began to heal, grow, and find the true Brittany. I just didn't know it. This is where I get to the part that's much easier to talk about. The part where my, where my journey went from healing, from hell to healing. The part where I get to put all the pieces together and begin to understand what this puzzle of life is supposed to look like. Like I said before, I'm a firm believer we are all born with unique traits. Traits that would be extremely difficult and nearly impossible to remove from us. I like to call these our beauty marks. Beauty marks cannot be undone, and in fact, should not be undone, because they're what make us beautiful. One of the beauty marks I was born with is fire. I have always had a fire inside me to keep going, to find order, and to make things happen. You can ask my mom how many times at a very young age I would keep my parents on track with my activities. Mom, it's time to go to church. We're running late. We're supposed to go to Walmart. It drove her bonkers and still does. But it was me to my core and my survival. While growing up healing and processing through my journey, I've begun to realize how all of our journeys shape us. Sometimes our journeys teach us bad habits, like shutting up. But it also gives us the ability to unlearn. 
the ability to have empathy and see things from a different angle, and it gives us the ability to heal. When I look back and think about when I truly began to heal, it was the day my brother went to prison. Now that sounds morbid, but here's the truth. I think it was the day he began to heal as well. I also believe it was the day our family began to heal. We had to be forced outside of our normal, outside of the life that was the only life we knew, and unlearn some bad habits. I had to unlearn shutting my mouth. I had to unlearn finding love in men, and I had to unlearn doing whatever it took to make others happy. I had to unlearn the fear that came over me every time someone was angry. Many of these things I continue to unlearn every single day. After unlearning, I've had the opportunity to, to relearn. I've had the opportunity to learn how to forgive those who have let me down. I've had the opportunity to see my mom through a new lens and recognize her beauty marks and cherish what she has to offer. I had the opportunity to work hard at building a relationship with her that allowed us to share some extremely special moments while she was in the room for the birth of both of my children. I wouldn't give that up for the world. I've had the opportunity to watch my dad through his recovery process. I've been able to see him build a relationship with my mom that only many could dream of in a marriage. I've had the opportunity to get to know my little brother, look up to him, and learn from him, and accept that he was not a girl. I'm kidding. My brother is. My little brother is a man I look up to every single day. Lastly, I had the opportunity to find myself and recognize that although my story has had some scary and sad chapters in it, overall, it's a combination of a suspense and thriller that appears to have a pretty happy ending. My experiences shaped me in such beautiful ways. I lived in chaos, which I find myself repeating constantly. I have to just learn ways of creating good chaos. So anyone who's in my life knows I have a new idea, a new adventure, a new activity, and I pursue them frequently. This has allowed me the opportunity to start blogs, create a YouTube channel, enlist in the military where I've served for 13 years, teach myself how to narrate audiobooks, I've written and narrated and published my own, and open a mental health practice. I'm married to a husband that I could have never dreamed of being married to, and we have two beautiful babies. I'm so grateful that I learned how to live in chaos so I could unlearn the destructive chaos and learn one that's productive. I'm grateful I learned to love people while they're at their lowest, so I could have the opportunity to love people when they're getting to their highest. I'm grateful I had the opportunity to lose myself in love so I could learn to find myself through self-love. My story's not unique. Perhaps the exact details are, but we all have a story. The story of pain, hurt, and shame the story of losing ourselves and losing those we love, losing our purpose. But just like the story I told you today, you too can unlearn what needs to be unlearned. You too can learn what needs to be learned. You're worthy. You have beauty marks. Find them, love them, and embrace them. My name is Brittany Shank. I'm a survivor of a chaotic childhood. I'm also brave, ambitious, and full of beauty marks, just like you.